Okay, and we are back. I took a week off. Sorry I moved. Um, and I did this pilot, and I've had 10 plumbers at my house, as I was just telling my guest here. Um, and it's been a whirlwind of a week, but hopefully things start settling down. Um, so we're going to kind of go over just a little bit, touch on week eight, but we'll mostly talk about week nine. Lots happened. We've had change-ups in who's in first place. Uh, not change-ups in who's in last place, but maybe some arrows are pointed in di- various directions for, for certain teams. Um, but firstly, I've had a couple guests that I was going to have on, but I ended up, uh, especially, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. We'll get to talking about their team in a second. But Chris Summers, welcome back to the show. Say hi. Hi. Hi, Sam. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm so glad to be back. I actually thought that, you know, that I, when I came back, it would have been on, you know, good terms. <laughs> but I'm back, and it's the complete opposite, you know? Yeah, we'll get to that. I, let's. What week did you come on? Was it like two or three, maybe? Yeah, and uh, at the time we thought the Bears and Colts would be. What's the what's the Colts record? They are three, five, and one. That's right, and the Bears are three and six, and yet completely different directions with their arrows pointed, just like people in our league. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so let's start with that. So you know, uh, Week Eight had some some uh, fun and wild games, but this this week I think. Um, you you can really see the league is starting. You can see who is separating themselves from each other, and I think there were some definitive uh, games this week. Um, starting with um, mainly because I was there with my mom, my wife, and uh, Pablo's wife Maddie. Um, and funny enough, I, a bunch of people from Chicago Fire were there. Michelle Gonziorg was there. Um, Tom Zimmerman was there, like a bunch of people that we know. It just seems like everyone is at this game. I don't know why, but it was a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Absolutely. And even though the Bears lost, it was by far the best game I've seen live. Yeah. It was just a blast. Um, and tell me I'm wrong, Chris, but I think Fields is the guy and he has arrived in the NFL. Well, you know me. I, I, <laughs> I, do, I do like to call myself, you know, the devil's advocate football fan or analyst you know but i did not know that (laughs) um but you know um i can't say that you're wrong you know um he's looking up and he's he's looking good you know but my you know my biggest thing that i always tell people i just wish that you know the bears would hurry up and get that guy some weapons and you know and they did a good move by getting claypool that was like I agree. That's yeah. that is what I'm talking about. Like you know, you, like you do stuff like that, you know, to help mm-hmm. to help that guy, and um, it's good to see him uh, progressing. You know, because like I told yeah. you, Sam, it should only take between one to three years to know if the guy is. It's the guy, and I think we already do. 178 yards rushing by quarterback, new re- new regular season record, um, surpassing Michael Vick. Uh, I think the there is a 182 yard record by Colin Kaepernick against a one Green Bay Packers in oh, the yeah. playoffs. I remember that. So, yeah, I so do remember that. that game. I remember yeah. that game. Um, but the thing is, even more than the running, like on that 61 yard touchdown, his eyes are still looking down the field. He still wanted to throw to Mooney, so like he's he's just now reading the defenses better. He's making decisions faster. And then he's using what the defense gives him, and he's producing. Yeah. The uh, the Bears, I saw a stat, the Bears offense actually technically scored more points than the Miami offense on Sunday. Yeah. You know? um, it, it was just that miffed punt. Yeah, it's like... So, it's, like you said, the Claypool ad, great. Yeah. Now we just need an offensive line next year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's hard to, like, you know... When I looked at that matchup with the Bears and the um, and the Dolphins, I was just like, "Well, the Bears are gonna have to keep up on the scoreboard with them, you know, because it seems mm-hmm. like Miami can put up some points, you know." And um, they was, you know, they they kept up, but it's, it's still yeah. it's the you know the Dolphins, you know, and um, but things are looking promising, you know, and I'm 
I'm excited. I like, like I said, I like Justin Fields. I, you know, I was watching him while he was in Ohio State. You know, and he's a brother, yeah. so you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta support. You know, our brothers' quarterbacks. You know, and so um, I just really, really hope that you know he continued to progress. This is the second year, correct? Second year, yeah. yeah. And can come on, that first year was also a shame with a a certain Matt Nagy in charge of of bringing him up. Like that's come on, that's tough. <laughs> but yes. Uh, second year. I get it. So. But at the same time, you know, they were saying the same thing about Jeff Fisher and Jared Goff. You know, how Jared, sure. how Jared, Jared uh, Jeff Fisher was ruining Jared Goff with the Rams. But no, I'm yeah. sorry. That was not Jared. Um, that was Sam. Sam Bradford. You remember that well, guy? Either way, it's a, uh, I don't remember Sam Bradford. Yeah, Sam Bradford, Sam Bradford played with the Rams. Uh, he came from uh, <laughs> oh, Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 And I, yes. Awful. Is it weird I'm getting him mixed up with Sam Darnold? No, absolutely. I mean, like they're both terrible quarterbacks. So, yeah, yeah. like and generic, like white guy <laughs> quarterback. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I'm very excited. And it's weird. The Bears have averaged in the last three games over 30 points. I've literally never seen that as a Bears fan ever. Not even the Cutler years were we doing that. So that's cool. And Going to the next team I want to talk about, it's a changing of the guard, one might say, because Aaron Rodgers looks terrible. Absolutely. Matt LaFleur doesn't look like a great coach. They're missing Devontae Adams. And welcome to the harsh reality of, like, you don't have a Hall... I mean, he's still a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he... I don't know what's going on up there. I mean... And Joey's not here to defend himself, so we can shoot <laughs> our shots. I mean... You know, when I when I look at the Packers, you know, I always think about like, okay, you know, you have Aaron Rodgers, so you always can run the table. And it's mm-hmm. it's week nine, right? It's like, okay, it's like I've been mm-hmm. waiting for them to run the table. I have no mm-hmm. idea what's really going on over there, but they look god awful. No. They lost to the Lions. Yeah, I mean the Lions. I mean but they the, have the thirty first worst defense. True. They have a terrible like Aiden Hutchinson is the only guy who's even halfway good. Well, he intercepted <laughs> him also crazy. though. Yes, he did. Yeah, yes, he did. <laughs> so I don't know what's happening there. Um, all right, and then uh, quickly to just touch on uh, Ian's Patriots. They won, right? I didn't watch the game, but uh, they seem to be ever since the Bears. They seem they've like quietly won a couple. They're just kind of doing their thing. I mean, it's, it's Bill Belichick, you know. Yeah. The guy is like, you can't never bet against that guy, you know. Um, they did, like I said, they did lose the lose to the Bears, you know. Um, but it's Bill Belichick. He always come back, you know. And, unfortunately, he always had the Colts number. And <laughs> yeah. um, But that game was just terrible. It was just awful, you know. Yeah. On both um, sides. Wait, which one? Um, I have no idea. Besides Matt Matt Jones, I have no idea who's on the Patriots roster. <laughs> like I don't like I don't know those guys. Isn't Damian Harris still out there? Or is he nope. hurt? Oh uh, well, yeah, they got people. <laughs> Matt Patricia is the offensive coordinator, so that's funny. Jesus um, Christ! But keeping in the AFC. What are they? The East? Yeah, yeah. AFC East. East. Um, the Jets beat the Bills. Zach Wilson? I mean, he's still a question mark, but like someone was saying, I was watching ESPN or something, and someone was saying, if Justin Fields is on the Jets right now, they'd be a Super Bowl contender. Um, I mean, when you when you really look at the Jets, okay, you're right. It is a question mark with Zach Wilson, but... I do like their coach, Rob, uh, Robert. You know, the guy came from um, uh, San Francisco. And the defense is, you know, I, I guess every – from their line, from their linebackers to their secondary is pretty well balanced. You know, um, that rookie um, sauce, Gartner, is it's a stud. You know, it's – I don't know. I mean, like, you can't never – I just don't see how they lucked up to get that guy. But they playing pretty good football. You know, and um, yeah. 
No, they had a good. It's at least entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think they kind of lucked up with James Robinson, you know, because James Robinson is not a terrible quarterback when he's healthy, you know. And he. You mean running back? Yeah, running back. And um, yeah. He he scored. Yeah, he had a touchdown this Sunday. So I think they're yeah. um, in pretty good shape. But you know, they rep just have you thinking that they're gonna just just fall off, you know. It depends on who they play. We'll see. Yeah, we got to see if they for real yeah. in the next couple of weeks. I think that divisions. I mean, I think the Bills are still the favorites, probably the Super Bowl too. But Patriots aren't the worst thing in the world. The Jets aren't the worst thing in the world, and Miami's has a great offense. So that division, I think, is really it's pretty tough. But um, Josh Allen got hurt though. He got a UCL injury. I think just I think yeah, that's what they I call it. S- yeah, I saw that. It seems like he's going to try to fight through it, but we'll probably know more tomorrow. Okay, I said I would give you some time. Now we have to get to probably the most shocking thing of the week. And I just, I don't know what's happening. I thought, you could have told me a few years ago, like Bears fans were looking at Indianapolis, seeing what Chris Ballard was doing, building that roster, getting Frank Reich. And now... Like literally everything is blown up. Absolutely, what's happening? Absolutely, what's happening? Um, what I think is happening, I think um, Chris Ballard, the GM, is I think he's cleaning up his mess. Not really his mess, but he's trying to right the ship because um, when he first got there, you know he he did a good he did a good first draft. Like his first draft class was you know it was pretty good, you know. Uh, some of those players we don't really have anymore due to um like Malik Hooker, who's now with the Dallas Cowboys. But his first year, you know, he drafted Darius Leonard. He did draft the Malik Hooker. Um and so and like Jonathan Taylor, those guys. Yeah. But um Alex Pierce seems pretty good. Didn't he draft Pittman? Yeah, he drafted Pittman. Um Pierce, you know, yeah. is you know, gaining the trust because in the beginning, you know, Pierce in the, in the beginning of the season, Pierce was had like a couple of packages and stuff like that, you know. But yeah. I think he had um, gained it's a rookie, it's yeah. a rookie, you know. And um, but he had uh, gained the trust of uh, Matt Ryan, and so they kind of like had some things going for a couple of weeks. But um, when you really think about Frank, um, every year that he came, even with Andrew Luck first year, um, he had to play catch up. When Andrew Luck came back, they was one and four, and they ran the table, and they was eleven and five, and made it to the playoffs. Andrew Luck yeah. retired, uh, Jacoby Brissett, and they started off slow again. You know, so his past every season um, that um, he was the head coach, he have we started off slow, and I believe that he convinced. Um, Jimmy Ursay and Chris Ballard that, you know, hey, Wentz is, is the guy that we need. And so it was his idea and his, you know what I'm saying, his pitch to get Wentz. And then that didn't work oh, out. Oh, I did not know that. Was it actually his? It was his, not Ballard's? Nope. It was it was Frank. You know, he was like, this is my guy. This is my quarterback that I had. And he had his best season with me. And he was a candidate for MVP till he got hurt. So, you know, gotcha. You know, and then realized um Wentz wasn't the guy. And then he was like, you know what? How about Matt Ryan? And now Matt Ryan threw nine touchdowns and nine interceptions. And that didn't work yeah. out. Well, he's old. You know. <laughs> and but if you you know, rewind to last year, you know, Wentz lost a home a home game against the Raiders. And then when they went to Jacksonville, stuck up the joint. I feel like that was the that was like the you guys. It was because weren't if you had won, you you would have been. If in we the won, we would have had a home playoff game. All we had to do just beat the worst team in the NFL. It <laughs> couldn't even do that. <laughs> Who had fired their crazy coach midway through the season? And yeah, had nothing going. For you them. know, and 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 that stuff. Honestly, it rolled over to this year. And then so they was just like, yeah. all right, that's it, you know. And so I expected it. You know, honestly, I wanted him, I wanted Frank Wright gone maybe maybe like a year or two ago. Like, 
Really? Honestly, yeah. I mean, but couldn't you give him some credit for the fact that I think part of the drafting that was happening was with the idea that Andrew Luck was going to be your guys' long-term quarterback. You're absolutely years right. And, years, and it completely caught them off guard. And for at least that first year, like their record wasn't terrible. You know, like they kept the ship going by basically using B and C tier quarterbacks. You're absolutely so, right. Like, you know, but I mean, from my perspective, how I like, you know, when I started watching them, like I wasn't used to this. I'm like, I am not used to this at all. They had one quarterback. They had Payne Manning. And then once they yeah. got rid of him, they drafted Andrew Luck. You know? Yeah, welcome to the hellscape that is trying to find a starting quarterback who's actually halfway decent. Absolutely, you know, and <laughs> you just sucks. never know. Maybe they maybe they won't find a quarterback until the next three years and then get the third generation Manny, which is Arch Manny from um who's gonna be playing at Texas. Well, you guys are definitely in tank mode now, for sure. But okay, so all this is fair. Like whatever. Frank Reich, not great. Andrew Luck kinda threw you guys for a loop yeah he fucked us but 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 jeff saturday what in he hit the only team he's ever coached was a high school football team that went 20 and 16 they weren't even that good <laughs> <laughs> he was an esp analyst three days ago I mean, I got to assume Jim Irsay called Peyton Manning and Peyton was like, no. But like, you have Jeff Fox on the staff. You have, um, who's the other guy? You have another guy who's been a head coach Yeah, Gus Bradley. Yeah, you had, all right, Jeff Saturday is a former player. Reggie Wade is in the building. He's a former player and better suited because he's at least like done some like coaching and exactly. like scouting. Exactly. So, so what, what? So I'm sure you're, um, you have knowledge of the Rooney rule, correct? I was going to ask you, is there, so does the Rooney rule apply? It does not. Technically, it, technically it does not when it, when it, when you deal with, um, entering like an intern, um, basics or whatever the case may be. But, they still Do you want to explain the Rooney rule just in case some people don't yeah, know? Um, the, the Rooney rule was um, implemented in the NFL um, offseason. Basically, it just implements that um, that minority candidates get a fair um, shot at, at interviews for head coaching positions. You know, and, and not just a check mark. Not just a check mark. Absolutely. Being checked. And, yeah. and sometimes, you know, organizations do get around that you know we you know we mm-hmm. just had it happen you know um a season ago you know and so all the brian flores stuff that absolutely. happened in the off season absolutely like, yeah you know and how, how pissed off do you think he is right now he's very pissed you know that's what i said in the, in the chat the other day i'm like you, you know you got a couple of guys you got a guy in tampa bay that's waiting you know you got a guy in pittsburgh that's you know, should be a head coach. He should never got fired, you know. And you got a guy in Kansas City, you know. Yeah. Um, and so it's like that process. So some of these organizations, they pick and choose when they want to, you know, go through that process, you know. But, I'm, you know, I'm glad that it's something like that is implemented and was created, you know. And sometimes it works. Sometimes um, teams um, follow suit and some of them don't. And – yeah. Don't get me wrong, you know, Jeff Saturday, he's a nice guy. I'm rooting for him, but I have no idea how this is going to go, how this is going to play out. But I'm pretty. I mean, well, I, I question it. He's, he walked into the building today. He's never been to a team meeting. He's never, like, he's introducing himself to the rest of the coaches in, in week 10. Like, I just don't... Has this ever happened before? I was trying to think about it, and I was listening to another podcast. Well, like... There's also a question. With, with, with Indy? So... No, just, no, just like, has, has a non-assistant coach, someone who had, before today, never stepped foot in the building... I know he was on the staff of Indianapolis before this. He was uh, a consultant so like what he was just texting buddies with jim probably yeah <laughs> on the weekend like hey what you cooking you know uh, but 
so he doesn't know like their day-to-day like procedures all these different things let alone who's your play caller he's never called plays exactly. no one, evidently like no one else has called well he um he you know it was announced that he decided to have the quarterback coach um to to um do the play calling you know uh but i think i think jeff is a very knowledgeable guy about the game i think he loves the game and um he's gonna if you want to talk about a player's coach you know i think he's it you know um yeah. he he's, he gives off that um aura that personality you know that he could be a player's coach um but like i said i have no idea how this is gonna play out you know <laughs> because go to they play in las vegas this sunday and can they i was gonna ask who they play yeah oh, and boy. it's like one day they can't move the ball and they can't stop the ball you know um Jonathan taylor been banged up like he's hurt you right. know, I saw like the last the last home game they we played against the um, Commanders. He's hurt. You know, so it's 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 clear as that he's hurt. But the offensive line is not blocking, and so I don't know if they can keep up with the scoreboard if they can't move the ball. And then right after that, then they got a home game against the Eagles. So now you're talking Oof. about the Eagles, yeah. whose head coach was the. Um, to form an offensive coordinator. So he played against that defense or whatever the case may be. He practiced against that defense. So let's see if they can try to keep up. But like I told you guys the last time I was here, they already lost half the games that I said they was going to lose. I said they was going to lose 11 games. And they lost five, yeah. five and a half. I, I truly didn't foresee it. I thought you guys were the AFC South favorites. But I don't know. Tennessee was hanging out with Kansas City last uh, when was that? Sunday night. Yeah. They, um, um, they lost. They lost every single game that I thought they was gonna lose, except um, the Commanders. You know. Yeah. Um, but other than that, they lost every single game that I thought they was gonna lose. Well, I guess we will see what happens. I I will say that I think a lot of people are going to be tuning into. Because think about that. What's worse? Like, at this point, the Colts are on fire, so it doesn't really matter. If the Raiders somehow did lose to you guys, th- would Josh McDaniels be fired on the spot? One, I mean, I mean it's, it's season one. <laughs> now, here's the, now, let me tell you this. This is what I'm going to have a problem with. And I think I was talking... Who did I say? Who I was talking to? I was talking to um, Bob. He's a set dresser. And he told me that he does expect Lovey Smith to get fired at the end of the season. Yeah, now I feel like if Josh, I feel like Lovey Smith does not deserve to get fired after one season, and Josh McDaniels does not deserve to get fired after one season. Although the Raiders should be better, like the Texans are not talent. They're not a talented roster. Vegas has a talented roster, and they are stinking up the joint. Like they're terrible. I don't know what's happening. But I there. won't fire him though. Um, I give him another chance. I'm like, dude, year two. Let's see what you can, yeah. you know. Let's see what you got. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's get into our league now. Uh, so week eight. Just briefly, I'm gonna go just talk about week eight briefly here. Uh, we saw a huge some changing of the guard. Uh, last week. Uh, with Pablo taking over first place against Pat Dooley. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that was our matchup. I guess my team kind of went nuclear against you. Yeah, I got, really I got blown up. Um, but a couple things that I want to point out from last week. Number one, Grant's team, as I predicted when Tua came back, is putting up over 100 points the past couple weeks. I think his arrow is pointed up, even though he said he's getting ready to get that unicorn costume out. Um, but I don't know. I, I see I see the uptick. Um, and John Mike's team, now that Justin Field, now that Luke Getze is like, oh, Justin, let's actually use you correctly. Right. John Mike's team looks a little interesting now. Um In fact, I'm going to switch something. Uh, anyway, uh, so that was just some week eight things real quick. Um, 
week nine. So we had a changing again because I faced off against Pablo. I was actually really surprised. He he was texting me and he was saying I was doing my poor pity thing, which which was true. But I didn't have Christian McCaffrey was on a bye, <clears throat> and so I thought I didn't have a chance because his team has been just rocking. Right. Um. But uh, then Joe Mixon decided to just just go crazy with five touchdowns, four rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown, like 53 points from Joe. I mean, I didn't need anyone else really. Like he just did all the work. That <laughs> guy crazy. went that guy went crazy. Yeah. One hell of a <laughs> was, game. Uh one of the fantasy football podcasts I listened to is like if you whoever um if anyone listening had to play against Joe Mixon, just send us your stories. I want to read them. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. So I ended up, I took down Pablo, uh, and now we have the same record, but he is more points against. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, 147 to 109. My brother beat John Mike. John Mike's team slumped down after a really great week, and it's kind of because of the Packers. Aaron Rodgers doesn't look good. Aaron Jones didn't have a good game and he got a little dinged up. And Josh, I didn't talk. I was, I'm going to, I was going to wait till pity party to talk about Josh, but Josh held off John Mike 102 to 99. Um, even though Josh's team is just decimated right now, but right. held off that win. Yeah. Um, then we had uh Pat Dooley, 113 to 109 over Joe T. Um, so he's still he he stayed up at six and three, uh, and then we had a battle for you know Joey Joey's had the worst luck in terms of matchups. He Joey has scored consistently a lot of points every week, but he seems to always face a really a team that just decides to go off against him. But he did win pretty handedly one twenty four to one hundred two against Mike Graham. Um, then we had Brett in another low-scoring affair against Ian, holding off Ian 102-84. to I didn't really see what happened to Ian's team. It just didn't score that well. Yeah, <laughs> that, that will happen. <laughs> and then finally, the last-place team, Grant Wheeland, 112, beat Mr. Chris here, Mr. U, 112-70. to Dude. I scored um, 70 points. Yeah, that's not good. And so now the standings, the standings are um, we got Pat Dooley in first, uh, Pablo in second, myself in third. I've slowly climbed up the ranks every week, you know, just yeah. little, little bits. Yeah, I see. Uh, Brett, is, Brett is in fourth, and the top four teams are all six and three, so we're just divided by points four. Yeah. And we're all pretty close. We're all... 1090, 1082, 1081, 1064. So we're all right there. Yeah. And in fifth place is Joey at five and four, but he's right with us. In fact, Joey has the most points scored in the whole league at 1092. Two points over Pat Dooley. Um, there's two teams at five and four, Joey and Josh. Though Josh's points were a lot lower. Um, Mike Graham dropped down to seventh at four and five. We have one, two, three, three teams at four and five. Mike Graham, followed by John Mike, followed by Joe T. We got two teams at three and six, Chris and then Ian. And then last place is Grant at two and seven. But he is 902 points, uh, points four. And, uh, you know, Tua is leading one of the best offenses in the league. What do you think? What do you, uh, we'll, we'll get to power rankings, but, um, we have a lot of six and three teams. We have a lot of five and four and four and five. I mean, we're still only separated by one or two games. I, I will say in past seasons, usually the top couple teams have like only lost once or twice. So yeah. I feel like it's still, it's still competitive. Yeah. I'm, or do you not think so? I'm actually happy for you, Sam. Four in a row. Well, thank you. you know, <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm I'm excited. You know, I'm 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 happy for you. You know, I, I told you your team was sneaky good. You know, it's it's sneaky. Although this week I'm a little. We'll we'll talk about previews, but uh, 
I'm, I'm facing John Mike and I have uh, Lamar's on by and Joe Mixon. So uh, that, that will be a little bit tough. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, I mean, um, as far as, um, you know, with, with Pablo and his team, like I said, we just don't know how the injury is going to affect um, Josh Allen. Um, yeah. Just And I hate to say, but, you know, just waiting to see when Dalvin Cook lose time, you know. Right. He I purposely did not draft Dalvin because I had him last year and I've seen the year before that. Like he always misses at least a couple games. Yeah. Every single absolutely. year. Absolutely. And he hasn't yet. Yeah. So I mean, I guess that's good for Pablo. Yeah. But uh So you know, let's see yeah. if he can um, you know, keep it keep it going. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I will say the the biggest and, and we can kinda combine this with some pity party stuff. Um, and really, this was going to be the the headline for last week, but it's carried into this week too. Is Josh's team just uh, just got decimated? Hold on, let me see if I can go back to week eight and see if it will show me all the people who got out. No, it doesn't. But he, Brees Hall on IR, J.K. Dobbins on IR, Rashad Bateman's on IR. Uh, he dropped he had to drop some people i believe too like he he was starting davis mills as his qb1 <laughs> you know yeah uh, and he but he, you know he still pulled out a win um which is great cuz he's now sitting at right 5 and 4 and you know that's you know maybe not in the top tier but better than a loss but josh was leading that pity party um he definitely has to pay attention a little bit which i think he has been a bit more (laughs) just because he had to absolutely um i'll also reveal that last week when joey was playing joe t and it literally came down to the wire and (laughs) joey wasn't even watching the monday night game because he couldn't (laughs) because it it came down to it what was the um on was that final score last week joey oh yeah he ended up winning handedly um because nick chubb went off um and joe burrow did not um but joey was complaining to me at work that he was ready to quit fantasy football never do the podcast again etc blah 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 and i'm like okay buddy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's going to be mad at me for bringing this up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's some pity parties. Um, I I would say this week there wasn't too many. I mean, everyone's dealing with their bye weeks, um, which kind of stink. Um, but, you know, it's part of the game. You got to figure it out. Yeah, you know. Um, I'm interested in the waivers tomorrow. It's a desert. <laughs> oh, yeah, Absolutely. You know, um, as far as I know, like, with, with my situation, you saw what I did right after that Sunday night game. I threw um, Edwards Hilaire on the trade block. I'm like... Yeah, why did why did he have a good game? No, or? he had a bad game. It's just like they're, they're not oh. playing him. No, well, it's the, him and that Isaiah Pacheco guy, but Isaiah, he's not getting much either. No, I mean, they all leave... So I don't like, really know what's going on. I mean, they all have five touches and i'm like yeah. you know this guy he's probably leading all of them in touchdowns scored edward hilaire like he has you know he gets touchdowns but it's just like they you know they just did not play and this is the second week in a row like this guy is like he's just not producing anymore you know and um yeah there's a lot of mouths to feed on that offense and i feel like um Juju actually has, I feel like, gotten a better report with Mahomes yeah. um, over over the course of the week. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's going to be interesting, especially with all the buys. Like, there's still a couple weeks to go. And here's what's most important. So, we are entering week 10. The last week of the regular season, fantasy-wise, is week 14. Playoffs start week 15. So that means there are four more matchups left. Interesting. Hopefully I can win four all more. four. 
Four more. And right now, the top four teams in our league are at six and three. The bottom team is at two and seven. Technically, Grant can still catch up. There's still there's still hope. And it's the top six spots, right? Make the playoffs. Yeah. So it ain't over yet. There's still four weeks to go. A lot, a lot can happen. Well, that means I'll um, be seven and six. I don't know. I need a miracle. <laughs> I cannot lose this league my first year. I cannot. I mean, so yeah, that it would be uh man, people would not let you live that down. Huh? <laughs> hey, your name your name would go you'd you'd at least get your name on a trophy. Mine's on the poop trophy. I lost the second year. You know um I got I, I gotta figure something out. You know, it's it's terrible. You know, but I am happy with Josh Jacobs. You know, he's he's still he's been a surprise. You you texted the group a bit ago, and I will admit I am I am surprised. He he's played a lot better than he has in the past. And, um, um um so yeah. Mal Sanders also has been been great. Yeah, well the the whole Eagles offense. Yeah. I I really regret I was passing on AJ Brown because I didn't I didn't think Jalen was going to be as good at passing as he is. Absolutely, I you thought know, the same I th- thing. You know what I? Yep. So I I and I totally regret it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, I believe. I can check right now. Um. I believe. This week? No, it's next week. Sorry, this is... Uh, The trade deadline is week 11 for our our league. So it's this week and next week, and then no more. Okay. Uh, Because then we start getting uh, vying for the playoffs and all that type of thing, and the people at the bottom can't help the people, like, no collusion. Right. But anyway, so two more weeks for the trade deadline. All right, let's get to our power rankings. All right. Um, all right. At number 12, I already know what yours was. I don't have you. I have Ian, actually. Yeah, Ian. Um, I think his team, yeah, because I think he has a lot of bucks and some and some New England, and I think New England is fine. The Bucks aren't that good. They're kind of like the Packers. Um, I guess I didn't talk about it more, but like you know, you have these team, these old these teams who have been good for a second. The Packers, the Bucks, the Rams don't look good. Like these teams that you think are oh they're always going to be in it, and it's kind of flipped this year. You know, it's just like the young teams, the Giants, the Jets, the Eagles. And Ian has a lot of those people, and I just I think if there's a head-to-head matchup, you guys had everyone. I don't know. I would I think I would uh, give the edge to you right now, right. in week nine. Yeah. So I got Ian. Now I do have you at number eleven, so don't get too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 you know, what do you have at twelve? Um, I'm going to put myself because I okay. lost to Ian. Like, and plus I scored the lowest points of the of the week. You did score the lowest points of the week. Yeah, yeah. seventy points, unacceptable. When I got Cal Pitts, and uh, by the way, Arthur Smith is another coach that should be fired. Um, but mm-hmm. um, uh, when I got Cal Pitts and I got Edward Hilaire, and so my team is a is, is a disaster right now. And so um, <laughs> don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sugarcoating it. It's it's god awful. They seventy points. Yeah. Hey, Joe Mixon scored like. You know, seventy five percent of what you yeah, score. <laughs> absolutely, and I said the same thing. I'm like Jesus Christ, and I tried to trade for him. You know? Yeah, a few people have, yeah. and I now at this point, I, I I was trying to upgrade my wide receiver position, but now you know, I think I'm standing pat for unless I get a really good trade offer. I think I'm going to stand pat with my Damian Pierce, Joe Mixon, and uh, Christian McCaffrey three punch running back trio. That's what I'm saying. Your team is sneaky good. Could I like that Pierce guy from um, Houston? You know. Yeah, he's not bad. Um, He's basically the whole Texans offense. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately. Um, All right. So who do you have at eleven? I'm gonna have Ian only because he beat me. 
No, I gotta. There you go. No, yeah, I gotta get him. I gotta get him that. Yeah, I mean, Ian's also the lowest scoring team in the league. Um, you know, your team does have spurts, but I, I do think you guys are kind of in the the bottom tier there. At number ten, I have Grant. Who do you have? You said Grant. Hmm. Yeah, I got Grant at number ten. He, even though he's in dead last, I just see his team. He scored over a hundred the past couple weeks. Um, I think Tua is freaking good, and I see I see an upward trajectory for him. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna roll with um, I'm gonna roll with Grant. <laughs> yeah, because I'm looking at his team. His his, his team just seems like. You know, with Devontae Adams, terrible over there. A.J. Dillon, terrible in Green Bay. I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> Tua is doing good. But you can't count Devontae. You can't count Devontae out. You just know that one of these weeks he's going to pop off. Hopefully. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah, he's 2-7, and seven, so, yeah. All right, so that's our number 10s. Uh, number 9, I have Joe T. Um I think his team is just fine. I don't think they're they're not making you turn your head, and they're not. They're they're not world beaters either. But he's been you know scoring over a hundred. He kept up with Joey last week, so I think his team is good, not great. Right. Um, I'm gonna roll with. <laughs> I think I'm about to do Mike Graham. Oh, yeah, I love you, Mike. Shoot him, but shoot him but gonna, down the list. Yeah, because he started a kicker that had a bye week. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you looking at the right week? Did he really? There's no way. Well, no way, not. Yeah. Never mind. The kicker is gonna have a bye week. No, he did. No, no, yeah. no. He started Matt Gay. Well, uh, Mike, uh, um. The tight end for the Miami, he damn near laid a goose egg. So <laughs> I got a vendetta against these it's, tight ends. I will say if anyone's taken a tumble, I have Mike Graham a little higher just because his record is still decent. I mean, but he lost three straight. Mike has lost three in a row. <laughs> and uh, we'll see what happens there. But... uh he, you know, he still he still is Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, Boyd can go off. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but his team is on a, it's been slipping. I, I mean, at, at one point he was in the lead. I'm pretty sure. Oh I think yeah, he was in first place. Yeah. All right, so that's our number nines. Uh, number eight, I have my brother, um, and it's. Really, just because his team got decimated, but he's still hanging in there. Um, but that's where I got I got Josh. Um, I don't think he's in the bottom quarter. I would put like Joe T and Josh in kind of like a lower to middle tier. So, but he's just got to keep paying attention. Maybe even play the waiver wire, which I don't <laughs> think Josh does too often. <laughs> um. I'm gonna roll with um I'm gonna put Joe T. Lost okay. two straight. Yeah. You yes, know. he has. Yeah. Although he but he's he's he has put up over a hundred, but yeah, he did he he's lost two. Um okay, that's a number eight's number seven. This is where I have John Mike. Um I I maybe could switch him and Mike Graham, honestly. You know what? I am gonna switch him in my gram. Look at this. I'm making a live, a live switch to my power rankings. I don't know if this is allowed. I'll probably get a call from the NFL. Uh, I'm gonna switch it. Yeah, number seven. I have Mike Graham. Because okay. I think what you said, and like Jared Goff, he is Jimmy Garoppolo. He doesn't have a true number one quarterback, and the Detroit Lions have looked absolutely. Like, not great. Justin Jefferson and Austin Eckler will win him games still. But when I get to number six, which will be John Mike, 
I'll explain why I think. Uh, no, I'll just do it right now. Yeah. I think John Mike's team, even though he has Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers, <clears throat> I think the emergence of Justin Fields. He, uh, I'm pretty sure Justin Fields. See, this is where it's nice to have Joey because he's probably at the stat up. I'm pretty sure Justin Fields the past three weeks has been the number one scoring uh, quarterback in fantasy football. So, John Mike's team. Just saying. So anyway, that's uh, I think, I think John Mike could be scary. So I got Mike Graham at seven. You're on a downward slope, but maybe you can pull yourself out. And number six is John Mike. Who's your number seven, Chris? Um, same John Mike. Um, I do like his roster, you know. But Alvin didn't have a good game. Alvin Kamara didn't have a good game yesterday. Um, no. Yeah, yeah, he was like nowhere to be found. Um, I don't think anyone on the Saints had a good game. Andy Dalton looked like trash. Man. Um, but like I said, his his team, you know, maybe they can right the ship. It seemed like his team can run the table. Seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, on any given day. But I, I'm not sure about Allen Robinson. That guy's been a no-show all season also. Uh, he's freaking terrible. But he had some guys on by. Michael Gallup is back in Dallas. He's pretty good. If Mike Williams comes back, he's he's good. So he, he's he got a cut. He can – I think Allen Robinson was a bye week play. Um, but uh, still, I think his – I think with Fields, though – He's, and then if Aaron Rodgers just plays normal, he's just been playing so bad. Yeah. No, I, oh, it brings joy to my heart, yeah. though. But I, I love seeing you know, it. What I really hope happens with um, with Justin Fields, you know, like I said, the hope is for him to, to continue to progress. You know, I just hope he doesn't – he's done with the games of just having maybe like seven pass attempts, you know what I'm saying? And like, uh-huh. you know – Going under the ninety some yards or whatever the case may be, you know, and turning the ball over. So let's hope he can. He had like, like hundred fifty or something last week. He did throw three touchdowns. Yeah, you know, so you know, and that's why I was looking for him in the beginning of the season. I'm like, one, I I do yeah. understand, you know, you got to get those W's. But if you're not gonna get the W's, at least let at least have your touchdown to interception ratio, you know, on a on the touchdown side, you know. Yeah, put up points. Which I think he's at. I think he's at. And think about this: Claypool was on the team for what three days before he played. Yeah. You know, now he'll have a full week of practice in, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, who's your number six? I had Mike Graham at seven and John Mike at six. Okay. Uh, it'll be Joey. Joey at number six. Hey, Joey. Yeah. He won. Um... <laughs> Uh, well, he did two straight, you know. He's also the number one scorer in the league total. Yeah. He's just had bad, bad matchups. But you can you can throw Joey at six. I think he'll be really mad listening to this, <laughs> and it'd be really funny. Well, you, you know what? <laughs> we'll have words with you on Dark Matter. <laughs> I know. I mean, honestly, yeah, I got to know, you know what? Nah, never mind. Have you done my brother yet? Have I did, Josh? I don't think I did. Wait, I thought I said him. Nah, you know what? I take that back. It will be Josh. Okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> I honestly was looking at um Pablo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well, we've already kind of talked about Josh's team and he's going to be paying attention so then who's your number five is it going to be joey oh, now it will it be joey. joey at five yeah all right um, what do you not like his team that much i mean i do because you know he got Pittman. you know no um it's <laughs> i'm back and forth with it because he got Pittman, but he also got uh derrick henry you know and um dang he's got good running backs he got yeah because you know I gave up Kenneth Walker. Oh, mistake. Absolutely. <laughs> it happens, though. That's got to sting. It happens. Yeah, it does. Uh, and, you know, James Robinson gone, Travis Etienne is is playing how he should. I did not so. see that coming, though. Yeah, I don't think many did. 
No, I thought they were going to keep the two because what if that guy get hurt? Then what? Um, so I have Brett at number five, and he's he's won a few in a row. But if you look at the scoring, he's been he's been like the lowest scoring winner like two weeks in a row. Um, and I do not think his team is bad by any stretch, but I do think they're kind of pedestrian in a way. But enough, they're they're very good enough too much to keep him in contention every week and in the top half, which if I look at my power rankings, um, I mean, I had Brett at number one, two weeks ago. So like he, he, he will stay in the top half. I have questions as we keep going, but, um, I don't know. Patrick Mahomes will always, will always keep you in. Stefan Diggs will always keep you in. I don't know, man. I think Brett's but his running backs, his his running backs are kind of iffy. Yeah, yeah. I I think I think Brett probably gonna be the one that kind of go downhill. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I got a feeling. So that's why he's all right. What's he, he's yeah, sorry. He's my next because I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna start going down. Oh, all right, all right, yeah, yeah. He might, but he's still, as I said, he's kept himself in the top half. But uh, yeah, there's a little bit of an arrow, just a tinge of an arrow going down. I agree. So that's your number. Where were we at? No, Joey was your number five, right? Yeah. So that was your number four. Yes. Uh, I have myself at number four. Okay. Uh, because I think my team has gotten better and better every week. My players are performing hopefully better and better. I'm a little worried about that 53 boom by Joe Mixon just because I'm I've said it a hundred times on this um, podcast. I prefer consistent play over booms and busts, you know, and Joe Mixon has been good, not great, but that 53, he's not going to do that again. Absolutely. I mean, maybe he will, but like. What he's gonna do yeah. another fifty burger? I mean, not. I mean the last game I did see him play, and I forget which one it was. It was last either last week or the week before last. And every time he got the ball, he kept going backwards. I'm like, dude, yeah, you know, like what the hell yeah. is going on? Yeah, yeah. And so, but maybe he's turned a corner. Maybe now something clicked and they can continue on. Yeah. But anyway, so that's why I have myself at number four. I still don't like my wide receiver situation. Um, I think Juju has gotten a better rapport with Mahomes, but I don't have a true number one. I'm totally relying on Lamar Jackson and my running backs. So we'll see what happens. Uh, number three, this is where I have Joey because I think his team is very good. Um, they He has consistently put up over 100 points every week. He is the highest scorer in our league. Um, I only have him at number three because... He he's won two in a row, but he you know his record is five and four. He's not once he. I think he might win the next couple, and then Joey will probably be number one in my rankings. To be honest, right? But uh, we'll see. Who's your number three? I am gonna go with. Um, all right, I'm gonna do it. I am gonna go with um, Pablo because he lost. Oh, really? Because he lost. <laughs> can't lose pablo uh, his team had an off week the week before though i think his team scored the most points in one game <laughs> but yeah he did lose this week absolutely but i think he still has a solid roster yeah i mean, I mean I of think course now, i mean let's I think... see how long you know Jalen hurts can continue to be the top mvp candidate let's see how long he can keep that up um right like I said, I don't know any of the I don't know this running back that's on the New England Patriots. Like I said, I don't know that team, like <laughs> besides Matt Jones. Yeah. You know. So yeah. But um but let's yeah, let's let's see. Um they can keep it up, but he lost. And um everybody else like the top, you know, the top four teams, they all the top four teams that's in the standings, they all won except for him. So he does get fair enough uh, pushed back a lot. Going back. Fair enough. Um, 
All right, so that was your number three. Number two, I have Pat. Um, his team won again. He had, I think he had an off week last week, right? Did he lose last week? Um, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, he scored 113. Good, not great. Um, he had a lot of people on by, and he still put up 130. He had Barkley, Pollard, Judy, his whole and CD Lamb all on by. His whole bench was yep. on by. Still when I saw the amount of people on by, I was like, oh, Joe T's going to beat Pat, and Pat still won. So his team is still scary. Yeah, absolutely. Um, who's your number two? Um, I'm going to say Sam Knapp is my number two. Whoa. That's high. We sure about that? That might be a little too high. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Well, like I said, I just still don't trust my wide receiver situation, but... Um, and I have to start. I have to start a lot of wide receivers this week. I mean, I mean, of Lamar, course. Lamar I mean, you, you know how I feel about Mooney, and I feel like he's not the guy. Won't ever be the guy. He's woken up. He caught a touchdown pass last week. No, got fourteen points. It's better than Sutton. Sutton sucks. No, Sutton does not. He's scored two points like the past five weeks. You blame uh, Nathaniel Hackett. You know, maybe they'll come alive after <laughs> after this. Um, well, this Nathaniel Hackett doesn't get me more points. That's true, but I will prefer to have <laughs> uh, Sutton than um, than Mooney. Um, but um, you know, but you know, you had a player that had a record setting game. You know, you had Mixon that put up 50, 53 points. You know, and like I said, you're on a good day when you know your players are playing like they should be. You're, I think, you can beat anybody. And you're on the rise. You won four straight. You know. Well, I appreciate the kind words. I really wonder what Joey would have put me at. <laughs> I don't know. Probably no. All problem. right. Uh, so my number one, even though I beat him this week, is Pablo, and it's mostly because he had some people on by. He still has Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. As long as Josh Allen isn't hurt for an extended period of time, I just... They could both put up 35 points each, you know, any given week. His team is just... And then he is Ayuk. You know, San Francisco looks really good. We'll see. But I have him, even though I beat him, and maybe, maybe I should have knocked him down one, but I still have Pablo at number one. Who's your number one? Oh yeah, it has to be Pat. Yeah, Pat Dooley. Dooley noted, you know. Um you know, he's been very like he's been consistent all season. Um and like I, I you know, my hats uh I top my hat to him because he got Dal- mm-hmm. uh Dallas Goddard, you know, who just put up twenty points, you know. I wish my tight end yeah. would do that, you know. And so uh and then also he got Tyreek Hill that's just balling. You know, and um, but he's been very consistent. You know, and um, agreed. I had him at number two, and I almost would put him at number one. We'll see, but uh, he's definitely in that top tier for sure. We'll make the playoffs and be a threat. Absolutely. Okay, let's look at the computer. Computer rankings for this week. Um. In last place, we have Ian at a rating of a 62, whatever that means. At number 11, this is kind of shocking. Josh, 72 points. <laughs> number 10 is John Mike, which also seems kind of low. Number 9 is you, Chris. Oh. Number 8, another shocking lower one. Uh, number 8 is Brett. Seems kind of low. Joe T is at number 7. Square in the middle is our last place contestant, Mr. Grant Whelan. He's at number six with 87. Uh, Mike Graham is in fifth. I'm at number four. Pablo's at number three. Joey's at number two. And Pat is at number one. It's interesting. Right. Um, all right. And then before we get out of here, because we're, we're right up at an hour. That's not too bad. Uh, is there any interesting matchups next week? 
that caught your eye for our league. Um, I'm facing John Mike. Kind of worried about it. I have a ton of people on by. Um, who are you? Who do you got? Oh, you got Joe T this week. I think I should be him. You got a nice 50-50 split according to the yeah. I should most definitely projections. Be, I should most definitely be him. Uh, that Prescott comes back, uh, even though they might lose against Green Bay, but it might be a shootout. You know, it might be. Um, yeah. And um, I got to see how uh, Debo is doing. You know, that was my fear. You know, but oh, I do like my matchups that I um, that I have. But I think I can beat um, Joe T. And then you just never know. This is probably the spark that I need. Hey, he's in ninth place. You're in tenth place. If you win, you jump up a spot, yeah. maybe two. Yeah. Uh, Josh has got a tough, tough matchup against Pat Dooley, who has a lot of his people back. Uh, Pablo and Mike Graham have a matchup, and this one's this is maybe not a must win for Mike Graham, but it's an important one. His team lost three in a row. Um, he could really use a win. Uh. Joey is playing Ian. I think Ian is another guy. I don't... Joey could use the win for sure just for his mental sanity and thing like that, but um, I don't think he needs the win because his team is just very good. All Joey needs to do is make the playoffs, and I think he's fine. Right. Ian's team, though, he needs that W pretty (laughs) bad. Uh, And then uh, I think the most interesting matchup because even though Brett has won, oh, I didn't realize Brett has won four in a row, just like me. Um, but his team has just been putting up an average amount of points. He's facing Grant, and Grant's team—I don't know. This could be it. That could be an interesting, sneaky. Yeah, you're right. Sneaky matchup. I totally agree. So I guess we'll see. You know what? Um, I'm- all right. Any final? Yeah, go for it. Well, I guess my final thoughts. You know, um, I really haven't. You know, I really have an issue with these coaches, and they when it comes to these players, um, sending them home and just like not playing them. You know what I'm saying? From like Elijah Moore, Brandon Cooks, those type of guys. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I just read a report that Brandon Cooks was going to return to the Texans Friday. You know, it's like he seemed pissed off about something. I mean, like, I just don't like how they, you know, would keep these players hostage. I just don't see why Elijah yeah. Moore was not traded. Should have been traded. He don't want to play there. He's yeah. not. He's not getting targeted. Yeah. He's just collecting dust. And Brandon Cook as well. They decided not to trade that guy. You know. Yep. And, you know. And, oh yeah, that's why he was pissed because he didn't get traded. Yeah, yeah and then yeah, it's yeah. just like you know, for us as fantasy, you know. um, owners or whatever and stuff like that with our teams if we got these players and they not all of a sudden they just not playing because the, the coaches just decided not to play them yeah you know? so it's a little frustrating you know i say let these players play whatever wherever they want to play it's almost like we're playing a dumb fantasy game that we have no actual control over and we're just making guesses absolutely because <laughs> the coaches don't care about our fantasy scores they don't or maybe they no, I mean, they but don't. I just they don't, don't get it, though. Like, why would you send him, like, you know, they send Elijah Moore home. Why would you send him home? Send him home for what? <laughs> send him out the game? And you send him out the game one week, and then and then you, then he returned, and then the next game, he still doesn't get targeted. I, maybe, um, who's the Jets head coach? He must hate you. He must know. Rob, like, Rob Shula. But I like remote. the guy. You know, he's, he's cool. He's, he's dope. You know? I don't know. I, you know, I, I just, don't know. There's probably something we don't see. Absolutely. You know, so, but. Anyway. All right. Um, yeah. We'll just see how Kadarius Tony does with Kansas City. That's another. We'll see if he doesn't get hurt. Kadarius Tony. He caught a pass, I no, think, I for two yards or something. And the Giants were just keeping him hostage. Yeah. He's healthy. <laughs> he caught a ball for two yards. <laughs> it's going to be more. I might star him uh, this week. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a risk. Ooh. Yeah. 
All right, you heard it here. Kadarius Tony in a starting lineup for probably the first time Absolutely. of anyone's roster. Absolutely. All right, thank you, Chris, for uh, coming on. It was fun. Uh, sorry about your Colts team, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sam. Um, and to ever, yeah, and to everyone else, uh, good luck this week, and uh, we'll see you next time.